0: Welcome to the First Apostolic Church Podcast. Our church mission is to love as God loves, showing compassion to every soul, thus winning those souls and equipping them to be sent out to plant and to harvest. Thank you for joining us today, and we hope that you are blessed by today's podcast. God has been dealing with him on. Thank the Lord that we have a a bishop in our life, an overseer amen in our life and we all need that I need a pastor amen in my life amen and so he's going to come tonight and do that we'll get back to Acts next Wednesday we'll be in chapter 3 if you want to read ahead amen and look into that amen but bishop's going to come we've had a lot of guest speakers we for sure should be able to be able to listen to our bishop amen tonight and what he has to say amen from the word of the Lord will you clap your hands unto the Lord tonight amen as he comes to minister the word of the Lord Uh, Come on, let's give that to the Lord. Hallelujah. Come on, let's worship Him. Thank you, Jesus. Glory, hallelujah. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I'm loosening this bottle cap right now. Thank you, Jesus. Man, I was at, in my bathroom cleaning up here a few days ago. God spoke something in my spirit, and uh, it has not left. It's uh, just kind of been there, and I've found myself up at the morning watch over it, and I feel like that I need to bring it to the church I'm going to be turning to Psalms 127 amen everybody know what this is some of you probably never seen one before I never seen it too many many times I've felt it a few times didn't get a chance to look Man. Psalms 127, starting at verse number 3, reading the rest of the chapter. I know everybody's wondering, this is Psalms, or how many verses this is God. Okay. Lo, children are a heritage. Everybody said a heritage, a heritage of the Lord. And the fruit of the womb is His reward. As arrows are in the hand of a mighty man, so are children of the youth. Happy, everybody said happy, is the man that hath his quiver full of them. They shall not be ashamed, but they shall speak with their enemies in the gate. I guess that's why I'm happy. Lord has blessed me with children. If this button's done, I'm going to have to tear it off there. There. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Heavenly Father, I thank you for the word. God, as you've dealt and touched my mind with your spirit, I pray that tonight you would move through the message. Lord God move us tonight with your message because it's your word tonight put a stir in our minds and our spirits God of the day and the hour God that we are living and awaken us out of our sleep to realize our position in this world today I pray it God in your holy name Amen everybody said Amen you can be seated Take my watch off. I don't know whether I look at it or not. I'm almost afraid to. Man. I want to minister tonight on this subject. Don't mar your heritage. Don't mar your heritage. The word heritage comes from the word inheritance. In fact, in the King James version of Bible, there is no distinction given but any difference between the two: heritage and inheritance. Although it has been said that heritage deals with the spiritual, while inheritance deals with the material matters. Men. Heritage in Funk and Wagnall's Practical Standard Dictionary, it says, is an estate that passes by descent that which is inherited as a quality or condition. Hence the Church of God. Webster's new dictionary. Collegiate Dictionary says It adds It may imply Anything passed on to one's heirs Or to generations that succeed Such as an estate Now listen carefully A tradition A right It applies to that which passes from parents to children Let me say that again I want you to hear that it's that which passes from parents to children. Whether it be money, property, traits. Everybody said traits. traits. Or a character. Somebody say character. character. Or the like. Once again, the dictionary gives no distinction between the two words. If you look it up, it'll. it'll same word. Same word. I'm building a little, little foundation. If you just stay with me a minute. Two things that I want you to think about is the possibilities of a child and the capabilities of a child. Let me, let me just throw you some things in here what is going through my mind. For these are things that Uh, We must notice about a child. A child can love or hate. They can show wrath or they can show tenderness. They can cause joy or misery. And when a child comes into a family, it influences the mind. Of the parent and the family. Or it should. Should. It unseals a new fountain of love. That can now flow. It creates a new world of interest. It supplies new motives. For diligence and virtue. On how you act. And how you speak. A child has the power to bless you or to curse you. And I want to say this: a lot of that is in your court, parents and grandparents. How that checks, how that, how that child responds to these things, a lot of times is up to us. And God has left us a heritage. If you've got children, then God has blessed you with a heritage. Thank you, Jesus. A child is greater than any estate of this world. But it must be developed in the right way. I believe God has spoken to me about some things tonight that we have got a heritage that we need not to mar. And we as Christians, if we're not careful, we're going to mar our heritage because a heritage is something that you pass down to your children. How you talk is passed down to them. How you act your spirit, your character is passed down to them. If they see you act a certain way, then they'll act that way. If they see you as a worshiper, they'll become a worshiper. But if they see you as one sitting on your seat, then possibly they'll sit on their seat. Hallelujah. They are valuable. Everybody said they're valuable. Can I say even in this, that they take our places. They repair the losses that is caused by the removal of others, many times. They labor in that which we are now busy. Come on. Hallelujah. In other words, they carry on what we left undone. Oh, hallelujah. I'm about to feel the Holy Ghost in this place. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. They labor in that which we are now busy. And they carry on that which we have started. But more than that, they carry what we've done farther than what we were able to carry it. Glory. We're living in that hour, church, when many of these things we've even seen seen take place in our homes. I've seen my son step in the pulpit that I used to pastor and he's taken that place and can I say and I'm so proud that I can say that he's carried it farther than daddy could have ever carried it come on I'm saying that when he came home it was a God thing come on church God knows better than we do and I pray to God that some of the character, good characteristics that Daddy had, I'm praying that my son and my children inherited them. But I hope to God those that are not good, that they didn't inherit. Maybe they inherited some good ones from Mama too. I'm glad to have my wife. And before I end this Service, You'll find out why I'm glad to have my wife. I'm glad to have my wife because without her, I wouldn't have had the heritage. Come on. Hallelujah. Without her, I would have had no arrows in my quiver. And arrows are important. They are powerful. They are sharp. I got some sharp kids. Thank God I have. Because old dumb old men my old age, if I need to know something, I can go to one of them and they'll smarten me up a little bit. What I missed, they grabbed. Come on, church. Too many times I have heard, I have heard mamas and have heard daddies saying, you want to take these home with you? I don't want them. And they're, Come on, there is people that really means that. We run on to a young lady that we meet every year. She's out of Brother Cannon's church. And we've got some Sister Rhonda, so Rhonda must be a pretty good name. I got a daughter named that, and I got another Mina sitting back there. She's... But we met Sister Rhonda... Uh, back a few years ago, and, and last year I noticed, not this year, but last year, she was carrying this um, pumpkin seat or car seat around. Every place she went, she carried it. Sister cup, but there was nothing in it. So one day I got up the nerve to see what it was all about, because I didn't know. If you don't know the story, on only way you know is ask. I said, Sister Rhonda, what are you doing with that? That empty, have you got a baby someplace and I've just not seen it or something? She said, Brother McGee, she said, "I we haven't been able to have children. And she said, the Lord laid it on my heart and told me to carry this around until he filled it up. So every place she went, she carried it. She, she, when, when she come to dinner, she carried it. She carried that thing everywhere she was at. This year, Sister McGee and I walked through the lodge door. And here Sister Rhonda was, she said, I want you to know that I don't have that seat, but here's what it is. And a little old gal come running down through there with dark hair. She said, I got my baby. Come on, a foster girl. Little Chinese girl, I'm telling you that God answers prayer. You want to watch what you pray, though. I remember before the twins was was born, that my mother-in-law she kept saying, "I wonder if that baby is just ever going to get here." We didn't know it was going to be twins. Damn, nothing to tell back in those days till they was born. So. I, you know, you know me, I've got a little bit of character in me with this way that said I just put my hands on that and I said, Lord, fill this thing up and run it over. My prayer was answered. And I didn't know whether at first that was a curse or a blessing. Sister McGee thought at first it was a curse because we didn't have names for twins. So she cried for 24 hours and they was named A and B. We finally figured out a name. Come on, church. I'm telling you, I'm talking about a heritage. And when you pray for a heritage, God will give you a heritage. Come on. So we found out later through life that they were a blessing. And still to this day, I'll still count them as a blessing. So if my kids is a blessing, then my wife must be a blessing. Come on. She is is worthy of a double honor tonight. If, If she brought twins into this world, four girls and a boy, then I'm blessed because of her. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, church, if we can bring children into the church, then we... Come on, God will honor you because of the heritage that you've given the church. We must not look at them as just another child, come on. We must look at them when they come through our door for the first time. This could be a heritage to this church. This could be another soul winner, if you please. This could be one that will produce a family in this church. Hallelujah. Sister Cox, I remember before. Sister Cook ever had children and you were coming here. And all at once we heard, and here's come children. Little did we know that our church was going to be a heritage of those children. And even though probably mamaw and mama and daddy and all feels like sometimes they're rotten eggs. Yeah, right. You can speak. She went on that way, sister. (laughs) Come on. Sometimes they get under your skin. But I want you to know they're a heritage. Come on. I'm taking you someplace if you don't know it God looks down on his children And sometimes he thinks Boy what a mess they are And I wonder sometimes If he don't take a look at the church And say I repent Come on That there ever, I ever called to my church Come on I think sometimes he looks at our church And said is this what I raised Is this my children Come on But I'm going to tell you, I believe Sunday night, he was proud of us. If God had any buttons on his clothes, I believe they were about to burst open Sunday night because of spirit moving in here. And people, come on, yeah, being sensitive to the spirit of God and moving with it. God said, I like it. Hallelujah. 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 A child has the power to bless or to curse you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's something that you really can't buy, not really buy. And it's something that must be developed and worked on. You can't just let it go. It's not like a plant that you just water it and forget it. Come on, you've got to cultivate it. You've got to dig around it. Hallelujah. 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 Thank God that they take things farther than we can. Not merely to replace us, but to surpass us. Every generation ought to get better, Brother Terry. Come on. Come on. In Christianity, everything ought to get better. The next generation ought to be better than this generation. There ought to be a growth in every generation. And if they don't, if it's not, then I'm going to blame parents. Come on. Because I wonder if we're cultivating our heritage. I wonder if we're taking care of it. I wonder if we're teaching them right. I wonder if we're bringing them up in the nurture and the admonition of the Lord. I wonder what we're doing with our heritage. Don't mar your heritage. Hallelujah. I want to preach about for a little while you can mar your heritage and your children's if you as parents and grandparents don't raise them right. You can mar your heritage hallelujah I don't know if you realize it or not but God began to deal with me what an awesome responsibility we have to our children and our grandchildren we can become the cause of them going the wrong way and going out of church come on we can be the cause of them having certain feelings I don't care if we're a Christian come on you can talk about somebody at church in your house and the kids hear you and I'm telling you right now, you're marring your heritage. When you come to church and you don't worship, you're marring your children's heritage because we ought to be worshipers. Come on, pastor just preached about it. Come on, he just preached about it. Come on, the scepter is turned toward the children of praise, and if we aren't praisers, likely our children will not be praisers. Come on. <laughs> In fact, if we don't talk right, they're probably not gonna talk right. Boy am I you don't care if I get straight, do you? I'm gonna say, well if you do, if, if you really cared it don't matter no way. I'm gonna do it anyway. I'm gonna say this. And if this shocks your modesty, I hope you go home and repent. But the truth is, in the day and hour we live, I have heard come out of Christians' mouth. Some bywords, if you please, some critical words that my mama would have got out this thing and she'd have put it across my posterior about two and three times. And I'd wear the red stripes a while. There, let me tell you, there was a mark. Come on. There was a mark left. Oh, well, that's beating. I'm going to tell you, it did not kill me, but I'm going to tell you, it taught me not to say those kind of words no more. One saying of that got more than one stripe across cheer. Come on. Show us, use the razor strap. Daddy never did spank us. He didn't have to. I knew better than say nothing to Dad. You know why? Because Dad was a soft spoken person. He was so soft spoken. But you know what? There was something about that softness that you just listened to. I didn't ever want to hear Daddy holler at me, he would never do it. He would just say, son, you do that. And man, I done it. Daddy didn't have to use this, but mama did. We tried her. Come on, church. Now, I'm going to get someplace tonight because I'm going to tell you, there is times that I think God, he don't need this, but he's got a rod of iron. And there's times that I think that He has to get out the rod of iron and he has to use it on some of his children because they're being disorderly. Oh, he's a God of love. Yeah, he's a God of love, but he's also a God that uses the iron. He will rule with the rod of iron. Come on. Hallelujah. We are his inheritance. And he's not going to mar his inheritance. We'll either be right or we won't be his children. Come on now. I know you thought you had it all in control. It was all up to you. But I want to tell you something. It's up to him. He can accept us or he can say, I'm not accepting you like you are. You're going to have to change. You're going to have to be right. You're going to have to be a worshiper. You're going to, yeah, you're going to have to be a prayer warrior. You're going to have to fast. Come on. You're going to have to seek my face or I'm not going to accept you like you are. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. It's my desire. My son to surpass my ministry and it's already done that. He could have done that from the beginning. And that's good. And I'm not jealous. It don't make me feel bad. It makes me feel happy. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There are witnesses. Our children are witnesses from God that cannot be suppressed. A lot of times they tell it just like it is, whether you like it or not. Sometimes because of what something you have said, they tell others just like it is. Yes, sir. If you, I'm going to tell you, 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 you got to watch what you say or your kids won't beat around the bush. They'll be just like you are. They'll, just, they'll tell you just like it is, whether it hurts or whether it doesn't. Whether it shows respect or whether it don't. If you don't respect the pastor, probably they're not going to respect him either. If they don't respect Sunday school teachers, probably they're not going to respect him either. You know what? We bring them up to respect. My mom always taught us to say sir and ma'am or... Miss this and miss that, sister here and sister that. And if it was a pastor, are you called by the last name? Brother Corbett, sister Corbett. You didn't, well, Brother Clifford, boy, if I'd have done that. Brother Mike, mom had got this out. And she'd have worked me over. Come on. Yeah, we wonder sometimes why our kids say certain things, but if you really think back, you think, hmm, ooh, that hits me right where it hurts. I done something or said something like that, and now they're saying it. You know what? If you don't go to church when it comes to church nights, they're not going to want to either. Once or twice staying home, and they'll say, hey, can we stay home tonight? You start missing church, they want to start missing church too. Come on. Hallelujah. You, you hearing what I'm saying? Don't mar your heritage. Come on. If you want your kids to be church kids, then you better go to church. Come on. Unless you're sick or in the hospital, come on, or on a trip. Maybe I better clarify that. I'm talking about vacationing her. not a meth trip or not on some weed but if you're doing that they're probably going to do that too come on you know what your kids know if you're a hypocrite or not and if you are they'll tell somebody else come on I'm telling you, they tell it just like it is. It'll come out of kid's mouth, and they don't, know, they don't know any better. I've heard it at home, so, hey. It's all right for me to say it. Oh, well, I'm not getting too many amens. That's all right. Go ahead and preach. There may be a time in your life that you ask yourself, this question is this what I produced is this it how many times in your lifetime maybe if you got children that's older that you look back and said after something that they done and you said did I raise them did this come out of my house I don't care if you got one kid, it still happens. Come on. You really do when you got five. Come on. I don't want to mar my heritage. Come on. I don't want to mar my grandchildren's heritage. Come on. I want to speak right things into their life. I don't want to speak wrong things. Come on. I want to watch my voice. Come on. The voice you say something to somebody in makes a difference. Come on. <laughs> they hear you raise your voice at somebody. First thing you know, the kids are raising their voice. They learn real quick. quick. And sir, hallelujah. We got to watch how we speak to people. Parents, let me remind you. A child is a sign of God's devotion. Divine favor toward you, come on, if, he would, if, if it wasn't, he wouldn't have given you that, that child. It's a precious charge of love to be brought up in his nurture and admonition. God give him to you to raise him right. Come on, He gave you that child to protect its heritage. That when that child grew up, that it could have a good job, that it could have a home, that it could have a family that went to church, that worshiped God, that prayed, that paid tithes. Oh, I know. Y'all thought I was going to leave that out. No, 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 no. If you don't pay tithes, possibly your church or your kids are not going to. you teach them when they're young. You teach them to pay tithes when they're young. Let them grow up paying tithes. You know what? By that time, they know that not only is it a responsibility, it's a blessing. They start, come on. If you teach children early, they start seeing the blessing early. They're not as thick-headed as us adults. Come on. Well, bless God, I don't understand this happening. I paid my tithes last Sunday. Here I am now Have to spend out $150, $200, $2,000. I don't understand this. If you sat down, though, and just took a pencil and paper and tried to write all your blessings down. I wonder how long it'd take you. Come on, if you'd start counting your blessings. Don't mar your children's heritage by not paying tithes. Come on. Don't mar your children's heritage by not giving an offering. I'm sorry, ties, your God's offerings is free will. Oh, bless God, that's all i got to do is give my tithes. No, tithes and offerings, tithes and offerings. You, you very seldom see them separated in the Bible. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Matthew 18 and 10 says, Take heed that you despise not one of these little ones. For I say unto you, That in heaven their angels do always behold the face of my Father which is in heaven. And some may be saying right now, Bishop, now that's not what that means. Well, I want to tell you, you better look it up. Because what it means is little in size. I don't know about you, but when I think of little in size, I'm thinking children. Come on despise not one of these little ones. Come on. Don't knock children. Come on. Even before we ever had a nursery, you wouldn't hear Bishop ever talk about a child or say, would you shut that child up? No, sir. No, sir. You never heard me ever say that. Come on. Don't worry about the children. Go ahead. Let's just worship God. Let's go ahead. Don't you worry about that child. I'm glad the child is in here. I'm glad they're sitting on the pew. Thank God for the noise of children. Come on. Right, right, right. Thank God for candy wrappers on the pews. At least I know. Oh. That didn't hit home, didn't it? Yeah, most time anymore, it's not the kids. Come on, church. Don't mar their heritage. They see you. Oh, yeah. Come on, I'm going to get there, y'all. Yes, sir. Well, you know, we'll throw this stuff down in here, you know. Put gum on the bottom of the pew. Come on. Throw your trash, you know, your dirty Kleenexes in the, in the songbook holder where we don't have no songbooks. Well, it must be a trash bag then, so we'll... Just put them in there. Sir. And then the janitors have to come along and clean those out. Or they're wiping the pews and all at once it gets stuck to some gum. And it's that ABC gum. It's already been chewed. Come on, church. I'm talking about We need to nurture our heritage. We need to take care of it. And when you throw paper all over the pews, that teaches them to. When you chew gum in church and put it under the pew, it teaches them to. Come on. Come on. Respect to the house of God. Respect to the teacher. Respect to the pastor. Don't disrespect your pastor, don't talk nasty to him. don't raise your voice at him. Kids will do it too. I got tickled the other night. little Liam was up here. He was standing over here by me are we hearing? And all at once I looked down and, and I guess I was I had my feet going some way, and he was trying to do it too. He was, and he was trying to get it going. He was just. And he'd clap his hands, and he'd laugh, and he'd get with it. He was, he was trying to get those feet going. Next thing you know, he's going to be dancing. Come on. Yes, sir. That Liam, you know what? He's going to be a worshiper. He's already one. It is a sad thing whenever the children have to teach a parent's What they'll take home to you. Whew. Mercy. Don't mar your heritage. Don't shut down something God's got moving. God's trying to change some things, and if we're not careful, we'll shut it down. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and go there, and it's just, it just seemed like his little voice back here speaking to me, so I'm just going to go ahead and do it. Your kids growing up, they they start worshiping. They get to play sometimes they really turn loose and get with it. Don't ever tell your kids that's not that's not God. You may turn them off for the rest of their life. You have no, alright. You have no right to judge them. I'm about to feel Holy Ghost in here. Come on, I've been praying last several years, Brother Terry. God has taught me a new way to pray, and a voice prayed, Brother Mason. God help me to be quick to pray and slow to judge. I'm not sitting in the judgment seat. Come on. Unless I'm behind the pulpit and I'm under the anointing and God speaks through me. Otherwise, I'm not in the judgment seat. I have no right to judge whether you're in God or in the Spirit or out of the Spirit. Only through the anointing. But there's been times that I knew that somebody wasn't. Hallelujah. Oh Jesus. I've got so excited. I tore that page plumb out. Jesus. Oh Jesus. I'm just going to, have to reinforce them things. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Don't despise one of these little ones. Don't despise one of these kids. Don't get all upset about one of these kind of being cranked up a little bit like Lucas or like Hattie. I love you, buddy. I'm glad you're a worshiper. That's sir. Hattie, I'm glad you got a voice. Come on. You know what, one day she's going to be singing with the rest of them up here. Come on. I'm going to tell you, if you could all heard these at church camp. I don't know, was there a hundred voices? I don't know. Close. There are a hundred voice junior choir. If you can even imagine that, I wish you could hear that heavenly singing. It was awesome. I'm going to tell you something. Brother Terry, you could feel the anointing from them kids. You know what? They were singing with everything that was in them. It wasn't like some of you, you know. Come on, sing. Lipping it. Not a word coming out. Oh, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Parents and Grandparents. You are the greatest influence. What are you going to do about that? Come on now. Are you going to throw away your inheritance? Are you going to mar it until it's unrecognizable? Sad thing when one of our kids walk out of our house. And years later somebody sees one of our kids and says, You're one of the McGee kids? I hope they gain some qualities and some things in the house that stays with them. I don't care which and where, what way they go. I've got a couple kids that's backslid, but one thing that has never ever left them is their respect for mom and dad. The apostolic movement. My twin daughter. When she moved up and around Indianapolis. I began. I, I, I heard her talk about. This lady that she had run into in a laundromat. And they began to talk. And I guess they met a few times. And she this one time. She found out really said that that. She said, Dad, that lady was a witch. And she said, I told her I was apostolic. My mom and dad is apostolic. My daddy's an apostolic minister. My brother's an apostolic minister. She did not hide them from, hide from that. Guess what? That gal didn't come in that laundromat no more. She started finding her another place to dwell. You know why? Because birds of the feather flock together. They just didn't fit together. She had a different spirit. There was something about her. Even though she wasn't a child of God, you know what? There's still that burning Holy Ghost that wants to get out that's down there. Come on. We've seen some of them right here refreshed and renewed in that. that and all it needs is a spark to reunite it. Come on. Don't mar. Don't mar the heritage of your children. Come on, church. Oh, well, bless God. Come on, Bishop. They've sinned. You ought to separate yourself from them. No, I need to love them. You don't divorce their children just because they backslid. You love them. Come on. And you pray for them until they come back, Brother Terry. Don't mar your heritage. You could say something negative to them and mar them for the rest of their life. Make them hate you or dislike you or not want to keep company with you. Hallelujah. Don't mar your heritage. I'm trying. Hallelujah. I don't want my I don't want my inheritance to become unrecognizable. I don't want to mar it to the place till it can't tell what it looks like. See, children is left in our divine trust. I'm trying a church I've got much longer here. We must strive to show them a right example. I'm not saying you've got to be perfect. I'm saying that when you make a mistake, you say, I'm sorry. When you speak in a wrong tone of voice, you say, I'm sorry. I should not have done that. It was wrong of me. We must give them careful. We must give them careful and right training. God, they need to be in church. Come on. You shouldn't let your kids go visit every church night someplace else. They need church. If you need church, they surely need church. If you need Sunday school, they surely need Sunday school. And if you don't come to Sunday school, you need Sunday school. I need to be taught. Come on. I'm, I'm learning more and more as I get older and older that I want to be in the house of God more. Come on. Even in all my pains and aches and all of that junk, I want to be there. something inside of me that drives me to be there. Come on, we need to teach our children, you need to be there. I don't care if you're in pain. Come on. Yeah, I don't care what's happening in your life. You need to be in the house of God. If you, the more you lay out, the easier it is to lay out. Glory. Glory. don't want to mar my heritage. Come on. In fact, we're living in a day now that there is more churches probably not having Sunday night service than there is. You know what Sister McGee and I done the fifth Sunday? Sister McGee and I caught ourselves. We was driving around all over town looking at all the churches and seeing who was having service and who wasn't. I said, just Sad. People's forgot church. Marn their heritage. I mean, hey, when, when we have fifth Sunday, sometimes we don't know what to do with ourselves. Sometimes we'll go home, we'll turn on gospel music, or, or we'll turn on a tape with gospel music on it, or, or a DVD, and watch that. So, man, I miss having church tonight. Come on. It ought to be something that's imbe- embedded firmly. And something else we noticed, some of them that we know that has that great big crowd on Sunday morning are just a few cars there on Sunday night. I know sometimes that's the same here, but you ain't seen few cars yet for a big crowd. Am I right, Sister McGee? I said, thank you, Lord, for those that are coming on Sunday night. I wish there was more, and I'm praying for you and I'm praying after tonight that God's going to let, let you work on your heritage right. because you don't want to teach your children your grandchildren to miss church right. 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 oh yeah Lord told me to tell like I was so I'm trying we must show an interest in our heritage oh yeah I'm a, oh boy Bishop, you're meddling. Sister McGee, when we raising our children, and if you would get them all and set them all down here and ask them what they enjoyed most about family, even the unsaved ones, you know what they'll say? It wasn't the TV, because we a lot most of the time of the night we didn't watch the TV. You know what we've done? We got out the guitar and we began to sing gospel songs. And I would tape them and let them hear themselves. That was entertainment. Come on. Don't mar your children's heritage. Come on. Teach them what is good and what's not. Oh, yeah. Well, I'll quit meddling. Got to show them interest, though. You care for them. Don't let everybody else show interest in your child and you act like you don't care. That's the way little girls get carried into cars and they leave and you never see them again because somebody didn't show them interest at home so they was hunting love. You know what? We've got a bunch of small kids that's hunting love, teenagers too. We have got kids that are hunting somebody to love them because they've never had anybody that showed an interest in them when they were small. Come on. Dad and mom both work. They come home from school and there was nobody there. And some of them is too small to be at home by themselves, especially in this day and age. It's not even safe for your wife to be home now now she lock the door. Come on, church. We're living in that kind of world where it's rampant. Rape is rampant. Come on. Breaking in houses even in the daytime is rampant. Don't mar your heritage. Show interest in them. Show them they're loved. Hallelujah. We must give them fervent prayer. Teach them to pray at the meals. We got invited the other night to my grandsons. Kevin and Heather. We sat down at the table. And we was looking to see who was going to say prayer. And Lexi said, I will. And she said she said a really good prayer, didn't she, Mamma? Thank God for kids that are taught to pray. Because you never know when they get away from home, when they'll say a prayer and listen for God to speak. Come on. You need to teach them that when they pray, God hears, and sometimes He's got a word. Samuel he was brought to the house of God to live there and God spoke to him brother Terry in a familiar voice it was the voice of Eli and he went time after time and Eli come on that should have been raising this child right and directing his path he was so far from God he didn't know what was happening he couldn't understand it and finally after three times of him saying yeah you did call And finally, just like, you know, he he couldn't understand Hannah. You know, she's praying over there and crying. He thinks she's drunk. He says, isn't it a terrible thing? And this somebody that's a leader. Come on. He's a leader. He's a priest. If you please. God, help. And finally, he decided, Brother Terry, after the third time that God had spoken to Samuel, he said, okay, he, he perceived the Bible said after three times that it must be the Lord. So he says, "Samuel, you go lay down again. And if he speaks, say, here I am. God, come on, my Lord, church, teach your children, your grandchildren to listen for the voice of God. Not to think they're crazy because God spoke to them. I've read stories of some pretty small children that God spoke to them. Hallelujah. We must give them fervent prayer. If you don't strive to do your best, it's likely they won't. If you don't have godly principles, it's likely that they won't either. If you don't put on holiness It's likely they won't either If you don't influence them Somebody else will You hear me I said if you don't influence them Somebody else will Are you getting the picture? Our generation I believe this is what it looks like parents that can't have them want them and parents that can have them don't want them this is where we're at let me just relate a story here Herbert Spencer a scientist in the 1800s suffering from invalid life passed chiefly in bed and on the sofa, wrote this. He said, I one day, while thinking over modes of killing time, it bethought me that the society of children might be a desirable distraction. So at age 73, he wrote to a friend, will you lend me some children? The children were sent to him And of them he wrote this. Instead of simply affording me a little distraction. They afforded me a great deal of positive gratification. So the great scientist who had no children to love. Longed for the gifts that had been bestowed upon him. I'm going to tell you. We're living in a world today. When people don't want to be bothered with children. I like children bothering me. They don't bother me. They're a blessing and not a curse. Now, let me, let me, I know I've I've been rambling, but... Verse 4 and 127 says, As arrows are in the hand of the mighty man, so are children of you. Let me just say something. Arrows are small, but they're powerful. Arrows must be sharpened. Listen well to what I'm going to say. The power of the arrow depends upon the strength and the judgment of the sender. Let me say that again. I said the power of the arrow depends upon the strength and the judgment of the sender. Let's make sure that the arrow is firmly embedded, and don't send a poisoned arrow. Come on, let's take care of our heritage. Let's guard it. School is the greatest influence on our children outside the home. In fact, it could be in our day and age that children spend more time in their formative years at school than they do with their parents. You hear me? They're with them more than us. So... If we don't influence them and embed the teaching very, very good, the school's going to influence them in the other way. Parents, what little time you have with them, use wisely. And then on verse 5, I will take a look there. Happy is a man that hath his quiver full of them. Will you let me just read that and paraphrase it? Let me say it this way: happy is the man that hath a fruitful wife. Happy is the man that hath a fruitful. Yes, sir. Wife that bears children. We're blessed. They're our heritage. They're our offspring. What are we going to make of them? What are they going to think about us when we're old? Will they want to take care of us? Thank you for listening. If you would like more information about our services and activities, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter